just leave it in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Comedically Correct. I am Andrew Holiday. I'm and here I'm Selena with Martinez. Selena Martinez. Cut you off. Okay. <laughs> um. So we're going to start with announcements. Um. We do have a new opening. We're going to show you guys here in a minute. Selena has not seen it yet. So yeah, I'm excited. I've yeah. prepared myself. Yeah. She obviously is prepared. I have, I have tissues and a spit cup in case I cry and or laugh really hard. I'm prepared yeah. for any emotional reaction that might come out of me. Yes. So she's, she's ready. I'm ready. Um, very excited for our radio listeners. You guys are only going to hear the audio. And um, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's a cool opening. I worked really hard on it. Um, but today we are going to talk about the Glenn Maxwell trial, um, a dead motorcyclist getting one last ride. Um, also, you know, obviously the new opening, um, Jesse Smollett and, you know, everything going on with his, um, everything about the Jesse Smollett thing is weird. So we'll talk about that bad coworkers. Again, one specific story about bad coworkers, and then we're going to do some Ask the Internet stories, and you know that's going to be your show for today. But let's start with a little bit of screen share. How do I do that again? So. This is the new opening. It took me forever to get this on my computer, and I started it halfway through. That sucks. Here we go. Wait, I can't hear anything. You can't hear I'm it? Hear... No, I can't hear it. Ah. Is the volume up? Yeah, the volume's up. You can, can, you can you see it? You can see I it, can but you can't see hear it. it. Yeah, I can see it. I just can't hear it. Let's play it? the whole thing, and then we'll figure out if I'm going to be able to hear it or not. Let's play, let's play it. Okay. We'll play it. So that's the whole it thing. It's good. Yeah. Um, so um, I like the random like Illuminati thing that was like right in the middle. Yeah. I. Um, so there's going to be three secret codes for our viewers to find in there. If they find all three, um, they oh, will shit. get something special. If they find just one, I'll give them something special because like one of them is something that I don't think I would have found on my own, but was suggested to me by my brother. Um, but the other two I think are kind of easy. So if you can find all three secret messages in there, then gravy. We are in the Illuminati. That's message number one. Yes, we are in Illuminati. We eat small children to stay young. Yes. And whatever I else. I think I look so pale. Because <laughs> she doesn't see the sun because vampires aren't allowed to see the sun. No. Okay. So that is our new opening. Um, I just sent you another little copy of it so maybe you can hear the music technically i i just put three beats together to make that little thing so it may or may not be like copyright infringement hold on let me i don't think they said that i'm pretty sure I'm, it's not copyright infringement whoa whoa full screen 
So we're watching a live react of Selena watching it now. I like it. Yeah. That's cool. The song really makes it. Yeah. I was I was thinking like you were watching it in silence and I was like, I don't know if she's I'm I'm now I'm worried that the audio is not gonna come up on YouTube. I'm probably gonna have to add the audio later. Yeah, I was gonna say you can always just put like instead of the screen share part, you can just show the video of the opening, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess I can do that. I don't know. But yeah. That's why I don't do like that's why you edit this thing, because I don't do video. Yeah, I don't I, I don't edit specifically well the there's a lot of times where somebody will ask me to do something new and I'm like if I can't figure it out in 10 minutes luckily luckily you can figure out anything with YouTube you don't need a college education anymore you right. just need a decent internet access and yeah, you don't need to, to necessarily be a computer expert you can just yeah. like somebody else has figured it out for you and they're going to show you how to do it yeah same thing with my car like I'm not a car guy at all but like I've been able to do quite a bit of things with my car thanks to YouTube which is great because some some mechanics are shitty. Like a mechanic <laughs> will just see how dumb I am. Like he'll just see in my eyes how stupid I am, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah that's a that's a ten thousand dollar part right there." That's why I don't I don't ever take my car. I send Kelsey or I have Kelsey fix the thing on my car because I'm like, "Look, they're gonna charge me eight thousand dollars, and I'm not gonna know any better because I'm just a dumb lady." Yeah. I barely know how to drive, and sometimes even then, I'm like, "I'm not very good at this. This is not." my strong suit yeah uh my cousin one time was charged like 250 dollars for balancing her uh for balancing her uh brakes or balancing her tires and i was like yeah nobody nobody would charge that that's ridiculous yeah and she got and, ripped off yeah no and then there's like a ton of times where it's something that like i know i can do simply and they just don't know know that i know like i can change my own oil yeah and a guy told me he's like 80 bucks to change his oil and i was like i'll just do it myself You're like, like no yeah, because they were working on my car anyway. I was like, yeah, go ahead and change my one. Like, how much are you guys charging? And I was thinking like 40 bucks. And the guy's like 80 bucks. And I was like, nah, I'll, I'll do it myself. And that was back when I had a top. Freaking um, newer cars, like intentionally are hard to work on. And mm-hmm. that kind of sucks. Really? Yeah. Like. Uh, Just so mechanics can make more money or what? I No, I think it's for dealerships because mechanics even have trouble with uh, some of those. Like one of my best friends is a mechanic and him and I spent the whole day, we had to change one light on the front of my grandma's car. And that took us the whole day because we had to take off the entire bumper. Just, oh, Jesus. Yes. Yeah, so I ended up changing all the lights at that point because I was like, yeah. This, this, Might as well. This, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, the car industry. But yeah, like uh, my Tahoe. Yeah, dude, the, the headlights or the driver's side headlight on my car has been out for like a week. Kelsey tried to change it, but she thinks it might be some kind of short because she put in a new bulb and it still isn't working. Mm-hmm. So now I have to take my car to an actual place for them to look at it. And I'm oh, yeah. Well, I'm going yeah. to just make her take it at just, some point. Just sound like you know what you're doing. Because I, I think that sometimes they, like, not not all of them, not all mechanics are shitty people. But there, there are those mechanics just like, read the like this person doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about yeah uh one of my a a guy sold my mom a part that didn't exist and actually put it on the on the receipt a part that didn't exist Uh which i don't know why like he made a paper trail for himself and and then another thing that bothered me about this dude because he was like a friend of my my friend nick and 
he he lied to my oh, dude now i'm thinking about it but yeah he lied to my mom and then like he said i would never do that i'm a christian and i was like you, it's like you're a fucking thief dude yeah you're a thief you sold my mom a part that doesn't exist joel osteen calls himself a christian too we should talk about that did you yeah the the thing about joel did we talk about that last week yeah uh okay, we did not mind. talk about oh, no we, we did not okay we should talk we can talk we can yeah add that well, one in there because that one i did read a lot about okay so uh we'll do the glenn maxwell one first because that's the one i want to talk about the most yes that one bothers me because for some reason we're watching live feeds of the jesse smollett trial um multiple other trials like um the kyle rittenhouse trial mm-hmm. which i agree was like kind of like a big deal like jesse smollett trial like a lot of people mm-hmm. were interested in it um so i understood why that well, was I like mean- like I understood we'll talk why about it when we get to the thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I understood why those ones were covered just because they were such like big things in the news. Like everybody wanted to know about them and stuff like that. But then when uh freaking Glenn Maxwell, for some reason It's because she's involved with a lot of powerful people and those powerful people don't want her on TV. Yeah. And call people paranoid or conspiracy theorists all you want there like there's pictures out in front of the courthouse there's like no news trucks or anything like all yeah. the news i'm getting on those are from like fringe news sites which like they tell us not to trust but like they're the only ones well, at least trying to cover them yeah but how much of that is like accurate information how much is just like speculation well like some of that is scary but the lack of new co- news coverage is there is strange yeah yeah and but that's easy yeah, it's pretty it's pretty easy to kind of guess why. Like without without saying for sure. Without creating some crazy story. Like there's yeah. an obvious reason why. Yeah. And hold up one second. Let me switch this back I'm just to drawing on myself. For some reason I like to put ink on my bias. How do I get out of screen share? That's not what I wanted to do. Oh, wait. Oh. I don't know. I just minimized it on the side on my screen, but I don't know if it it records your screen. Mm. Oh, there we go. I assume it records yours because it's your <laughs> meeting. Okay. My web camera covers the thing that said stop share. So yeah. Oh. So yeah. I, so the big thing with Glenn Maxwell is that bothers me is that it's just not being covered. Yeah. Um. She's a bad person. Um. And I'm sure that they're not going to throw the book at her because they can't. I don't know. They can't suicide two people. That looks too obvious, right? Yeah. No, I mean, but I think they are trying to throw like her lawyer is trying to argue that the reason they're coming after her so hard is because they didn't get an opportunity to try Jeffrey Epstein. So they want somebody to go down for it. So they're trying to pin it on her, which is true. But she also deserves to be in prison. Like she deserves. She has her right to trial like she should be there. Yeah, because she did do all these things allegedly, but like yeah, there's like, no, like there's allegedly. no way you're hanging out with this dude and you don't know what he's doing. 
Yeah, like it's one thing. There's some there's some celebrities where, like, I get. Um, so every time somebody wants to win an argument now, nowadays on the internet, they just show a picture of their favorite celebrity with Jeffrey Epstein and they're like, oh, look at this. So I do understand that there's not necessarily guilty by association if you're, you just saw some guy at a party and they took a picture with you. But at the same time, if you're like his confidant and you're with him like 24 seven business partner. Yeah. And, um, and everybody else who worked for him can attest that you are always there. Like. Okay, because for instance, I have had a couple of friends accused of like sexual assault Mm -hmm. and like that kind of related stuff. And but they weren't like really close friends or anything. So I was surprised because I didn't think that, you know, I wouldn't like I was like, should I be upset with myself am I like an apologist because I'm friends with this person or is it like I just really didn't know but I like these weren't people that I was living with I didn't talk to them every day I didn't work with them I just kind of like casually knew them and then when it came out I was like oh so friend on Facebook um okay so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about three people that I know um, one of them is Officer Becerra, Salvador Becerra. You can look him up. You can actually look up all three of these guys. Yeah. There's I think you talked about him a couple times. Yeah. Salvador Becerra. I was actually friends with him. I actually went out and had beers with him. Um, I thought he was a great guy. And then I found out that uh, he was following um, women home and uh, threatening them for sexual favors and stuff like that and following to hotel rooms and shit like that. And tons and tons of other like really shady things. Right. And so it's like weird because you're like, I knew this guy. This guy seemed all right. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you that. Like, and then when it comes to like apologist thing, um, and then I had a manager who was just shady, but he never got in trouble for that. He got fired for something else. But like, and then like I saw the like, the way that like because he was so high up in like Walmart nobody felt like they could ever say anything or do anything about how like weird he was um I I don't know if I told you but well, that's the whole thing like if you're in a position of power and you're taking advantage of people those people are always going to be afraid to speak against you it's the same thing like it's very similar with what happened to Louis CK like a lot of people they always wanted to say like well how come these women didn't leave it's like because he had some kind like he's not a real authority figure but he had some power in this arena that they're trying to get into and they don't want to mess up like their prospects. Yeah. Louis CK one is definitely interesting. Um, but so like with, I almost said his name. I definitely can't say this guy's name because I'm sure that he would, if he caught wind of it, he would try to sue. Well, me, like if he sues the podcast, what he's going to get all the money out of it. All the 18 cents owed to us by <laughs> anchor. Um, but um, one of the other managers actually pointed it out to me before I noticed, but she's like, look at the way that he talks to some of the younger, like the girls that he would consider prettier versus the way that he talks to like some of the older associates, but, but always females, by the way, mm-hmm. like he was so rude and mean to them. He actually yelled at one, like right in front of me for like almost no reason. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it was to impress me. I don't know exactly why he did it. Like, so he would seem cool. Look, I'm yelling at a woman. Aren't I tough? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I really don't know um why he did it but him and I were walking and then he just like and then she looked at me she was like I knew her for a while like she worked at my store and I just kind of looked at her and sort of like gave her like an apology like I have no idea what the fuck that was yeah but yeah 
everybody would talk shit about him, but like nobody could say anything about him because, um, and then when he caught wind that he was going, going, that somebody was like onto him about stealing miles. So he was filling out miles sheets. So Walmart was paying him for all the miles that he drove, but Walmart already gave him a credit card for those miles so like none of the miles and then they gave him a company car so he had a company car and a credit card to pay for the gas and he was also paying out for miles yeah so essentially he was stealing and he was hitting he was stealing twice because they gave him a card and then he was like hey give me money for this yeah so well no he was he was authorized to use the card for that but then he was like getting miles and they gave you like eight cents a mile but he was driving right but that's what i'm saying it's he was paid like he was being paid for it twice yeah yeah, so yeah, he was double dipping. Twice. Yeah, he was double dipping. And I was one of the people like in charge of like pulling up stuff. So mm-hmm. I remember he was like probing for information one time when he was there. And I was like really worried that he was just going to fire me on the spot. Yeah. But yeah, um, there was like another guy and he was really low level at Walmart. His name is Sam Neverithi. And I can talk about him too because there's a police report about him as well. And it's well, public information. Yeah, it's public information. And did you ever hear about that comedian, Glenn Moss? Um, I don't think so. He did perform in Lubbock a few times. He's from San Angelo. Oh, no. Yeah. Must have been a while ago. Well, yeah. Yeah, so. But he was yeah. accused too? Yeah. Uh, his is so weird about that. I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. But yeah, there's a police report. If you, if you guys feel like it, look up that police report. Like, I just feel gross talking about that one. And and the Sam Neverithi one, like, but I just it's. But yeah, like I if feel you're... like it's so easy not to sexually assault people. Why do people? And then they're like, I can't believe this is happening to me. This is ruining my life. So, I do think there's two two sides of it. Like I do think that sometimes there are things that are taken out of context, or think things that are misunderstandings, and then there's actual predators that because yeah. when like i don't i don't want to get into like the actual like nitty-gritty of like each one of these stories but then there's there were like a few stories that i heard where i was like that just seems like it was bad communication yeah there's a comedian that has a he kind of makes that point his name is jack knight i think and he does this joke. He's like, all these people that are pulling, like all these men that are pulling their, their dicks out in inappropriate situations are making it harder for young guys to figure out like when it's appropriate. Like, until like, cause then all these young guys are getting in trouble for pulling their dicks out when they just like, don't know when it's like, can I do it now? No. Okay. My bad, my bad, my bad. Like they don't do it with malicious intent necessarily. They just don't understand. Like, you know, they're still trying to work on their game or whatever. Oh Yeah. Well, I, I think that's tr- true. Like, there, there's sometimes, like, where you're, like, talking to a girl and, like, she's giving you, like, especially when you're younger, she's giving you all the signals, like, all the polite, nonverbal right. and she signals. And like, like, she can still say no. She can, like, no matter what signal she's giving you, she can still say, no, I don't want to do that. Well, no, like, I'm, I'm talking about, like, those, but like, I'm not interested, but I'm being polite type things. Yeah. And then, like, you miss on, you miss that because you're young and dumb. And those are like things that are just natural part of like life and stuff that we're all going to have those weird, dumb, awkward situations with trying to make it through this like weird world. But then there's, 
then there's like actual predatory people yeah that know how to get away with it and know how to squeeze people to where or they know how to target people that won't talk like they would be too scared to talk yeah because that's like I'd, I'd had abusive managers that weren't like like that but like they it seemed like they knew who to target to bully because mm-hmm. like there were some people that you knew they wouldn't take that shit and wouldn't really ever get bullied but then there were people that like were the type of people that you could bully yeah. And those people are always going to exist. And they're really good at like going inside the rules, like working inside the rules. And it's not necessarily like a sexual thing. It's like a, a power thing. Well, yeah. And, I mean, that's what sexual assault. Oftentimes it's not actually about sex. It's about exerting your power. Yeah. Cause that's what rape is. Rape isn't about sex. It's about power. It's about anger. Typically. Yeah. I, I would say so. I don't, I don't, I don't know if, yeah, I don't know exactly how, how much further. When they, well, they, when they use rape, cause they use it a lot in war, like, um, oh, yeah. especially kind of more primitive war situations. Like they use rape as a tool of oppression all the time. And it's not that they want to fuck all those people. It's that they want to exert their power. Mm-hmm. They want to say, look what I can do and you can't do anything about it. Yeah. That's yeah. That's kind of, um, somebody was talking about like the Vikings um somebody was actually talking about like gay relationships in the vikings um and uh somebody else was countering with that saying that no it was actually like um it wasn't gay culture it was like rape culture and rape was accepted because that's like kind of like the worst like the like the way that you can assert dominance over somebody the most yeah so yeah yeah that makes sense um like relationships with it like among the vikings or between the vikings and the people they were trying to conquer among the Vikings as well. Okay. Well, because I know like in, in um, like the Spartans and stuff, they would have gay relationships, but it wasn't like about power, like exercising your power against a fellow Spartan. It was about being stronger and like having, you know, you have this sexual relationship with another soldier. You're going to take care of that soldier. Huh. I saw the movie Alexander and they were going into something like that. But I'm going to be honest, like, that, that movie Alexander went over my head quite a bit. I don't think I saw that one. Oh, I, I don't recommend it. It's it's insanely bad. Like, complicated. It's, it's, just it's complicated. It's complicated. I think that there's like three different versions of it. And I think that there is an idea of a good film in there. And the acting's good and stuff like that. I just don't mm-hmm. think the movie knows what it is. Oh. Like, it tried to be a good movie, but yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, I guess moving on from that, which isn't fun, uh, what is it, dead motorcyclist in Ecuador. So, uh, dead motorcyclist was taken for a last ride in Ecuador, which is fun. Ecuador is a country that is not this country. I don't know where it is, but you can consult a map. Um, according to the New York Post, um, a man who was shot to death, on, ironically, on his way to a funeral, his uh, friends um, decided to give him one last ride. So they took his dead body out of the coffin and drove him around the streets of Ecuador. That's baller. I love it. You you like the story. I like it. 
You don't you don't think it'd be the weird, weirdest thing in the world? I think Just... it's weird and it's kind of gross, but I like it. Yeah. Okay. I That's like I, can, I I wish my friends would do some crazy shit with my body. Oh yeah. Like if you die, I'll I'll take you up for like one last set. Yeah. And then yeah, and then nobody's going to be laughing. Your, well, no, your last you just set play, be a bomb. You play an old recording. Oh. And you, but you put the speaker in my mouth and put my mouth in front of the microphone. So it looks like I'm just doing a ventriloquist act of my own self. Okay, so we're weekend at Bernie's it. Yes. Yeah. All right. I like this. The dream. Uh, I like it. Yeah. It's going to be the weirdest comedy show ever. And it also, um, it also reminds me, did you ever see that thing? This is like from Tumblr culture. So this is really, really old. Where this guy was like, um, I want somebody to tie my tie my body up to like the ceiling fan or something and then play that song everybody dance now while there's like strobe lights and then my body's just swinging around the room do you remember <laughs> no i don't remember that but that sounds funny that's, that's what it reminds me of that'd be cool uh dancing ventriloquist dead body yeah all right so i mean because honestly after i'm dead i literally don't give it like i won't be able to give a shit so it doesn't really matter what happens to my body. The only thing is like when I die, I don't want, cause I was thinking about this. I was like, I'm going to have to write my own obituary because most obituaries are like so lame. boring. Yeah. So lame. So I want to write my own obituary. And then like I told, I told my wife, like I was like, Hey, don't let people be on Facebook. Like, Hey, pray for me. Oh, she's in heaven. Cause I'm fucking not, I'm in hell for sure. Oh yeah. Can like, why do you think I'm living my life this way? I am determined to get to hell. Yeah, she's that controlling like the weather fun. up here. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I thought I saw hell like a few months ago and it was not fun. It was it was hot. It was dry. Everybody had bad teeth. Oh, that's just summer in West Texas. Oh, yeah. Oh, did you go to oh, Odessa? Shoot. That may have been it. <laughs> now thinking about it. You were just having a dream oh. about home. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> now now that you mention it it was it was awfully familiar <laughs> you're like now that you mention it there was a water burger yeah and a crackhead outside of the water burger a lot there's a lot of a lot of drugs a lot of crazy <laughs> people a lot of bad music yeah a lot of races you know what i already spent like 10 years there i don't want to go back <laughs> so okay i sound like there's no way actual hell is worse than the places i've ever lived in my life so i think i'll be okay hell can't be worse than greenwood no greenwood sounds like a nice place greenwood sounds like a nice it sounds town. like it should be like it sounds like a nice suburb in a tv show about like a quirky family but it's just like racism yeah. and football yeah like none of your cheerleaders wear shoes in their pictures like that's gross yeah i there's like this picture of like all your cheerleaders on a train and they're all barefoot and i was like that's like a rusty train that they're all gonna be barefoot on they just got tetanus yeah i was like why are they barefoot like you would never see when is that picture from uh relatively recent like 17 16 something like that 2017 yeah that's not safe there's hobos on that thing you might step in his poop everything about it just looked weird but i was like you would never see that with like any of the male teams like them just sitting there posing with like their shoes like on. on the football field just with their like laying down with their feet kicked up in the air yeah no you would yeah you would never see that so i don't know i just thought it 
like it was it, it was one of those things where i thought it was like sexist but at the same time like there's nothing specifically sexist about it it's just i'm getting that it's vibe kind of gross yeah yeah but, my uh my stepdad because we make wish lists for what we want for christmas like on on a on an app so that we can buy each other presents and stuff and my stepdad put that he wanted a new greenwood shirt mm-hmm. it's like none of us have gone to school there for at least like six or seven years I stopped giving a shit about that place immediately after I graduated. It's weird to me. It's just weird to me that people are like still attached. And then he too, he wanted a a shirt from his high school. I'm like, when are you going to move on? I, I don't, I don't know. Like I still have my old prep shirts. I get it. I don't get it. Like, I'm just, I don't know. Like what, what is the significance of this place? I don't know it was it's, it's where you became you it's it's a part of like what you became like who you are it's it's a huge part of that like if you went to a different school you might be a entirely different person I mean maybe but I don't think like it's not specifically the school that did that it was the people that were there yeah but you know and those people you can't wear a t-shirt it. with like, every individual person's name I on should it. I should make those shirts <laughs> Send me all the names of your best friends and I will make a shirt okay. with all of those names. All right. I'll, I'll, I will and then that. on the, on the front, no, it'll spell like, do you ever see those um, posts where it's like, it spells out a word, but there's like tiny words in the letters. Yes. I'm going to do it like that. And it's going to say who I am, but it's going to be all the names of your friends. Ah, uh, that's, that's, that's so sweet. It, it sounds cheesy. It's yeah. That- People would buy the shit out of that. Yeah, people I need would. to sell that. I need to sell that to like LuLaRoe or something. <laughs> yeah, like just mail in all the names of the people that inspired you. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's a that's a that's at least a ten thousand dollar idea. Why I'm is my stealing. brother? My brother's. I'm one hundred percent gonna steal it. He's I'm calling gonna, you. No. Yeah, he does. He does this every freaking time. I was gonna say every. he called you last week. Yeah calls me whenever i'm busy like he sends like he has like the sixth sense of like when i'm really busy or really tired to call me like if i'm right about to go to sleep or if i'm like talking to my doctor my my brother will call me and then i'll call him like right after and he'll he won't answer the phone he's like i'm in the shower or something like you dick dude (laughs) okay what else anything else on that dead motorcyclist Uh, there was something else funny about the dead motorcyclist and i can't remember uh, the only thing is I, I i my buddy ruben pointed out that it's ironic that he was driving to a funeral when he got killed yeah like that's that's like the worst way to die like yeah because you're already like sad yeah you're sad you're not in a good mood well i mean like you don't like i don't want to die when i'm in a good mood either like, i do right after i get off a roller coaster and then someone just shoots me well, I mean, I would rather my last feeling be like a positive one versus because I always think like because I watch a lot of murder shit, duh. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always think like that would be the like the pain would suck, but the part that would be the worst was just that feeling of like loneliness and dread and fear that you have in your last moments. Yeah, I think that's. I don't know. I think the I bullet. Know. Would I don't want to die most. like that. Oh yeah. Well, I try not to think about it, but if I did, 
like I would want it to be somewhere some some way like funny. Yeah. Like the like the kid that got decapitated trying to get his hat off a roller coaster. I mean, is that funny though? It's pretty funny. There's 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 actually it's also a... like that's such a dude thing to do. He's like, oh my hat. It's like, bro, you're like, gonna die. So like you're you're gonna die if you go over there. But it's, it's my hat though. My hat though, bro. Yeah, and then um or was it there was another person that see it's it's always sad when someone dies. Like even if a bad person dies, I'm like, I'm not happy about it. But then every now and then like somebody dies and okay, here's one that I didn't send you and I meant to. So this lady died. So her husband's getting charged for her mm-hmm. death, but she mm-hmm. died because she got drunk and walked home and her husband didn't let her drive home. He's like, hey, don't drive home. She was mad at him and he was working at the bar. He was like performing. He was like, he uh, was a musician. At the bar was, that she was drunk at? Yeah. So he was performing and she's like, hey, honey, I want to go. And she got mad at him or something. And he's like, no, I'm working. We can't go right now. And she's like, give me the keys. I'm going to go. And he's like, no, you're drunk. You can't go. Wait here. I'll drive you in a minute. And so she's like, fuck you. And she left. He thought she was going to wait. She left Uh and then got struck by a car and killed on the walk home. And he is being charged with manslaughter for her death. But not the car that hit her. I don't I don't know if the car that hit her is getting charged. I, I, I think that the car that hit her was okay because uh, if you're out in the middle of the road at night and a car hits you, it's kind of your fault. Like unless they're drunk and driving reckless, like well no, because you're on the- I mean did this did the car that hit her stop to render aid? I'm actually trying to find it. I don't think so. Like I actually think so. Okay, then that's okay. Because I know sometimes like it is a true accident, but there are times where people like, and I think there was actually a politician, I can't remember where that got in trouble for something like that recently, like he hit somebody with his car and then just instead of, and then he like called the sheriff to say he thought he hit somebody, he thought he hit a deer or something. And then he just like left. And it was a human person. And it was a human. Like, I understand that accidents happen. And if you are drunk in the street, like it's, I guess kind of your fault, but also, I mean, it's definitely not the husband's fault. I don't see where they're going. Like, I don't see how they got there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I'll, maybe he's like guilty of being a bad husband, but maybe. you don't go to jail for that. But yeah, you don't get to go to jail for being a jerk. No. It's like I pissed off my wife and then she uh, left the party early and got killed. Like, I don't think. Well, like, and also, I don't know how many times I've like yelled at my friends for driving drunk or like for trying to drive drunk. And oh no, I straight up, I straight up faked through my my cousin's keys into a bush, and then he's like, "Well, I'm not gonna be able to find these," so he decided to walk home. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah. Now thinking about it, if something happened to him, maybe I'd feel guilty about it. But yeah. Yeah. Generally, it's like I don't see how that's my fault. I don't know. I will. I, I mean, I say that, but then like I did have a friend. I was supposed to give him a ride home from where we were because he was really drunk. So I was supposed to give him a ride home. But then I ended up leaving. So I asked somebody else to give him a ride home. And then that person ended up leaving. 
and they asked somebody else to give him a ride home. And then like that last person that was supposed to give him a ride, he fought with. He was like, no, I don't want to get a ride. No, you're going to take me to this place that I want to go. You're not taking me home. I want to go to this other place. And then he ended up driving and he got a DUI. Oh, that's, that's but is that my fault? No, he's an adult. Yeah, it's like he it's he was fighting with the guy that was trying to give him a ride home to avoid the whole situation. Like, I didn't want to stay out. Why is it my responsibility to take care of you? You're not my boyfriend. You're not my brother. Yeah, there are, I didn't there are. like if I if I take you out, like if I ask you to go hang it, like to go drink with me and we get too drunk, then I will make sure that you get home safely. But if I just met you out here. Oh, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Even if you take somebody out at some level, they're still a, an adult. And there's some people that like I think I'm responsible for. And if I take them out, I agree that I'm responsible for them to some extent. Yeah. But you can't like it's other than like physically like kidnapping them. Like there's a point where you can't, especially with belligerent drunks. That's why as I got older, I stopped hanging out with belligerent drunks. I, yeah. I have like I have way too many stories of like my friends just starting shit that I'm like I don't think we can be friends anymore. Like you're fun yeah, until you it's get like drunk. You can't. You and yeah. Some people just don't like alcohol is supposed to be fun. Yeah. And then like all of a sudden you're starting fights with random people inside the bar. Yeah. And I was like we you don't know them. It. Like we're not. I'm not helping you, dude. Yeah. It's like that guy might have a gun and I have very soft skin. Okay. I am allergic to bullets inside my body. So can we not talk to those guys? <laughs> so I, so yeah, no, I, I definitely, I agree with you that I think that you do have some responsibility for your friends and family, but at some point they got to run off. So tell me about this because reading this story makes me feel like there's a lose, lose, lose situation. So right. I'm going to tell you a story about a girl that I was dating. She got mad at me. So we, she, we got mad at each other and we left this place and then she was, we were still arguing. So she decided to get out of my car while we were driving. Mm -hmm. And I was like, don't get out of the car. We're driving. So I pulled over, she gets out of the car. And I knew the second I let her out of the car and we were like two blocks away from her car for her to leave on her own and she's fine. But I, I was in like this weird lose-lose situation because if I didn't let her out of my car, that's kidnapping. If I right. let her out of my car and she walks home and something happens to her, like somebody murders her or hits her, I'm in trouble for that too. And are you, like it, legally though? Apparently. Um, and then according to this, like other people have been prosecuted similarly for like letting their significant others walk home and get hurt. And then, um, I mean, I guess the angle that they go, which I don't know anything about the law, I'm a comedian, but if I guess the angle there is like, technically you are your spouse's legal guardian. Maybe. Well, it's not even just always spouses. Like there's cases where it's like boyfriend and girlfriend and stuff like that. There was, uh, um, there were like other situations where people left other people at parties and then something bad happened and then they're holding their friends responsible for leaving them. Yeah. And like, I would never leave my friend in a compromising position or whatever, but there are times where you and your friend, your friends like hooking up with somebody and it's like, all right, they're going to go do their own thing. It's fine. But so here's the, the lose lose situation I was in. If I followed her in my truck, I would have looked like a stalker 
If I didn't let her leave my truck, I've been kidnapping. Mm -hmm. If I let her leave and rolled out and something happened to her, I'm responsible as well. Like it's like this weird, like lose, lose, lose situation. So I don't know. I still don't know. What did you do? I followed her. Yeah. I followed her all through her temper tantrum all the way back to her car. And she told me to like F off. So like I parked like across the street and just watched her until she got into her car. But yeah, I was surprised she didn't, well, she didn't call the cops, but she's like, she's like, you know, that's stalking and stuff like that. And then like the next day she was cool again. I mean, but I feel like in those situations, if you explain what happened. Yeah. To the cop, maybe. Yeah. I don't know, but like, it's also like hit and miss, like with like officers and like how well they understand the law and whether or not they want to also like I also had a few beers so I didn't want her calling the cops anyway like I wasn't drunk but like I didn't want to like have to explain exactly how drunk I was well you never want to get the police involved but I'm just saying like if she was going to do it yeah so but yeah no it was it was just one of those like weird situations where like I I was like this is this is a no-win situation this is why this is why I don't have girlfriends anymore this is why I just gave up on the whole process. You're like, this is too complicated. Dude, yeah, that was that was actually one of the least complicated things. Like, I just knew that she was upset at me, and then you just waited out until she's not upset. That's kind of easy. Yeah. Like, other stuff gets more complicated. What pizza check? What? Do you ever get weird text messages? Yes. I get a lot of spam text messages, and they're always calling me Dorothy. I don't know who Dorothy is, but she's been giving my number out. Who's Dorothy? I don't know. Sometimes, so sometimes I get, have you ever got a a message like, thank you for confirming your order? And then it like freaks you out. Like, ah, did someone steal my- You're like, oh shit, I bought something. It's like, I didn't buy anything. Usually I just think like, oh, I probably bought that when I was drunk. Or like, I don't know, I I bought it when I was about to go to sleep and I forgot. (laughs) <laughs> I don't get drunk anymore, but uh, so I bought $250 worth of Gremlins merchandise once when I was drunk and forgot about it and, it, and it just started coming in. <laughs> this isn't the and only like, Gremlins. Well, I have this now. Yeah, this isn't the only Gremlins memorabilia I have. Luckily, at the time, like, I didn't have that many expenses, so it wasn't, like, that big of a deal, but, it does, but also. But it's still, like, kind of a waste of money. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. I have a lot of stupid stuff. I don't know. You've never you've never seen my place, but my place is just full of stupid stuff stacked behind other stupid stuff. Tchotchkes and shit. Yeah, like it's it's pretty sad. Corey's seen my place. Corey knows. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I Corey. Yeah, Corey. He uh he got captured by a woman, and that's why he's not here. Yeah. Me, although I run slow, will never get captured. Because you play dead every time, emotionally. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's a good analogy. <laughs> I hate it when someone says something that I wish I thought of. Okay. So. Uh, well, I mean, feel free to use that if you want. Ah, you're too sweet. That's my gift. Merry Christmas. Thank you. So. Um, happy Hanukkah. I'm not sure. It's. It's Christmas. Okay. Donald Trump said we can say it again, so I'm saying it. (laughs) 
All right. I mean, uh, I don't wish, like, I don't want people to suffer. I don't want people to die. But I feel like if he died, I would just be like, meh. Wasn't it trippy when uh, everybody was getting COVID and then he got COVID and then was just like, fine? Like, yeah, well, I mean, he has the best healthcare in the world. Like, meanwhile, like, I'm like clinging to life. <laughs> Way right? younger, way healthier than him. I guarantee yeah. you. I, I, there's not a lot of people I will point to where I am sure that I am healthier than they are. We are definitely healthier than that guy. Yeah. 100%. He's like, I think we're only born. What is that thing he says about exercise? He's like, I think we're only born with a finite amount of energy and I don't want to waste it on exercise. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Yeah. I can't remember That's who said this. It works. I can't remember who said this, but he's like, by that logic, babies are the strongest. <laughs> <laughs> These little Terminator babies are running around. <laughs> <clears throat> babies, babies just fall asleep for no reason. Oh, it's so cute. Did you see that? Okay, maybe I'll show you guys this picture of my sweet little Sophie when she was a baby. She used to fall asleep just in random places. But now I'm Your not. Your neighbor? Not... Your friend? No, that's my niece. Oh, okay. My, it's my little Sophie. She, she used to fit, this, fit right here. So whenever I say Sophie, I say this. She used to be this tiny. And mm-hmm. then she got big. She's, she's the smart one. She's not. Naturally. She's not that smart. I think it's because, it's because she's a girl. Kidding. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. No, she's, she, so she's, uh, so I've, I've been, I talk about this on stage sometimes because I have two, I have two nieces, Aaliyah and Sophie. Aaliyah is, one of the smartest children I've ever met in my life. Like mm. she is, she's very emotionally intelligent. She's like top of her class. Like she learned to talk really quick. She didn't learn to walk. She's very artistic. Mm-hmm. Um, she uh, figures out she can, she can catch when you're lying to her, which is super easy with kids. You can lie to kids about anything. You yeah. tell them that dragons are real and they're like, yeah, but she, she, she didn't even tell you that you're bullshitting her. She'll just give you this look like, like she knows yeah and but she's also like i'm not i'm not debating this shit you're this is too dumb to debate (laughs) she's like i don't have time for your foolishness yeah so she's just like one of the smartest kids ever met and then sophie comes out and sophie is this very cute very optimistic very beautiful little baby and like the more i talk to her the more i'm like i hope she stays pretty because she's not (laughs) a genius my sister's wow. so mad. My sister is so mad about uh, the way I talk about Sophie, but she's just not. She's such a sweet little girl, though. She's yeah. optimistic. She's funny. Being she, dumb doesn't make her a bad person. Yeah, like it. In fact, actually, like you love dumb dogs more than you love smart ones, because the smart ones figure shit out. Like crows are really smart, and nobody likes crows. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But like Aaliyah, like I'm, I'm putting all my eggs in the Aaliyah basket because Aaliyah is going to cure cancer and make a billion yeah. dollars. And like she's a smart one. Yeah. And then Sophie, we're just hoping she meets a nice guy or a girl. Well, yeah, or a girl. Like I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm gonna let her decide that on her own, whatever she likes, and then I'm gonna support it, and hopefully that person is smart enough to support both of them. Is that, am, is, I am mean, I a bad just, person? Just because she's, yeah, I, I think, <laughs> I mean, but not just exclusively because of that. There's other reasons. 
Okay. Um, I mean, I don't have time for the list right now. But just because she's not necessarily really intelligent doesn't mean she's not going to be able to take care of herself. I mean, you know, look at Donald Trump. He takes care of himself, kind of. Yeah, but I. I mean, but there's a lot. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving her millions around. of dollars. Like her parents well, are. No, her. I mean, she, she. I think she can figure it out. It's honestly not that difficult to be an adult. Like. You say that. I've lit myself on fire twice. Well, that's because you're a man. Sex. Talking to you, audience. That's that's fair, though. That's sexist. Yeah, it's it's, it's sexist. I but mean, women fair. live longer than men, and there's a reason for it. Uh, blood pressure. Yeah, well, and also you guys just do dumber things, like. Oh yeah, that's true. Men, men, men are leading the way in accidental death. Yeah. Like, I think I'm gonna do this. I think it might be fun. It's like no. Well, sometimes Maybe. it is fun. Sure, sometimes it's fun, but then also you could die. So, yeah. So what do you uh like every now and then you'll hear about like a girl dying, like doing like some dumb stunt. And I was like, I don't know why, but I'm I'm sure that it's a man's fault. Like I'm sure a dude yeah, the man that talked her into it. Yeah. I'm sure it was like a dude's came idea. Up with the idea. To mix like to mix rollerblades, a surfboard, and a ramp and Roman candles all together with lighter fluid like it was his idea and the girl tried it and died so yeah a woman definitely didn't come up with that yeah no like women come up with like other things like did you know that uh wi-fi was invented by a woman no like my mom was like talking about it the other day Hedley Lamar invented wi-fi she was a model like she's beautiful I'm sure like, women I'm sure women invented a lot of things no, nah, I'm not sure about that, but they definitely invent one. One of them definitely invented Wi-Fi, and yeah, yeah, that's like cell phone technology. We we all use it right now. She invented it way back in like the 19. What was Did it? Did you ever hear about her? No, you always hear about stupid Thomas Jefferson who stole no. his electricity from a black man. So. Yeah, her pianist and her what? What was it? What was the year? Late twenties, she invented Wi-Fi. Oh shit! How? The Navy took it. The patent expired in nineteen sixty-two, and the Navy took over. Nineteen fifty-eight. I'm sorry, nineteen fifty-eight. So My mom's throwing she, out numbers. Like, how okay. did she invent it pre-internet and pre-like? I don't know, long-distance phones. I don't. How did... So you're asking questions that I don't know the answer to. I just know that she did it in 1920 did she just like write on a piece of paper there should be a network in which we are all connected wirelessly yeah. okay in that case in that case i invented time travel we should do a thing where a box sends stuff back in time that's all me guys patent pending yep that was no. way you know because you were born before uh back to the future came out i was wasn't i what year did back to the future come out in the 80s 1985 oh i was born I was born after it. What are you doing? I don't know. So I'm yeah, no. Hedley Lamar, she was like one of the most beautiful women in the world. She's an actress. And she was name dropped sort of in Blazing Saddles. A character is named after her. And then they got sued for naming a character after her. <laughs> but okay. Uh, Jesse Smollett. 
And so there's, so I sent you an interesting article about Jesse Smollett, but I do want to get into Jesse Smollett before we talk about that. So um, Jesse Smollett, and although I think we still have to say allegedly, didn't allegedly, um, fake, fake the hate crime. Everybody got mad about it. Um, he, he was convicted. So I do have a problem with his conviction, but I'm going to talk about it in a minute. Um, I do think that he lied about it. Um, he was fueling racial tensions that were already in our country. Um, so he was just adding fuel to the fire. He was lying about it. He was lying about it for his own personal gain. I have no sympathy for him whatsoever. That being said, isn't there double indemnity laws? Like, didn't he already, like, why did he get prosecuted for something that they already dropped charges on? You don't think that's weird? I do think that's weird because if they drop the charges, he shouldn't be prosecuted for it. Because the same, so a similar thing happened with Bill Cosby, where he was he was given a deal from the prosecutor. Oh, because there's this thing where you can, um, if they drop the charges, that like if you you can charge somebody criminally and then you can charge someone in civil court. So that might so, be the difference. I haven't I haven't read about it, so I don't know. But I know well, that I don't I don't like, know if he was charged. That's in civil what they court, do a lot with the. You can't go to prison that's what for they do civil with, suits. With things. Can you? No, but you have to pay a fine. But yeah, so. But if you can't pay the fine, then you end up going to prison for not paying your fines. But Jesse Smollett might actually get prison time or jail time. Oh. They haven't sentenced him, so I don't know if it's. All right, maybe I should have looked look more into this because, like, the way because the way that somebody was explaining it to me, like, our double indemnity laws should protect you from being charged for something, and that's what I have a problem with. Like, I don't have a problem with somebody is guilty getting in trouble for being guilty. I have a problem with them re-prosecuting somebody even though yeah, like you're not supposed to be you're not supposed to be prosecuted twice. Yeah, and I think that it's kind of BS the way that he wasn't prosecuted the first time when he clearly lied about a hate crime. Right. Yeah, because I mean lying about a hate crime only makes it difficult cuz Yeah. And honestly there probably was a lot of hatred because like in communities of color like among mexicans people among black people minorities and stuff there is more of a negative attitude towards gay people yes that is and i'm not saying true. like he he probably has been the victim of um not necessarily discrimination but you know hate like i'm sure there are people sending him I, threats i'd be surprised if there wasn't like yeah, like he's he's always going to be, is he gay? Like for real? Yeah. Or just on TV? Okay. Uh, I believe so. so. Yes. There's always going to be homophobia and there's always going to be racism against him specifically. But to fake a crime, said it like you're just giving fodder to all the networks that say racism isn't real, it doesn't exist, and people don't die of hate crimes anymore. Like they do all the time. Like this year specifically, more trans people have died in hate crimes than any other year that's something i didn't know like it's it's at an all-time high so this this hatred of people that are not straight and white and cis it exists it persists and it does result like sure you can make jokes about it blah 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 but it does result in actual violence and when somebody lies about violence being perpetrated against them the people that are telling the truth it makes it that much more difficult and that's that's one so one of the thing problems I have with it is the fact that it, it may 
makes it harder for real stories to be out. Two, he intentionally was trying to ignite fires and flames that were already there, and that just made it worse for everybody. Yeah. Um, he was doing it so that he would get more recognition in the fucking press. Like, you could have done anything else, dude. Like, why didn't you just get caught soliciting prostitutes in yeah. a park or something? Like, do, like, sex workers. Like, like why, there's a million uh, things you could have done for more attention that didn't involve making yourself the victim of an imaginary crime and perpetuating this idea that gay people and Black people are always trying to make themselves victims. We don't want to be fucking victims. We would like to walk through the world and not be judged, oh, yeah. not be hated, not be looked at like we're somehow lesser than other people. Yeah. So. And not have to worry about that kind of shit. Like, that would be nice. Yeah. So my point is, I have no sympathy for Jesse Smollett at all Mm-mm. for what he did. That being said, I do think it's weird. And I also think that it's that they, weird that they, they let him kind of get away with it the first time. And then, like, early on, they let him get away with it. They signed this weird backroom deal where he didn't have to admit to committing any crimes mm-hmm. but at the same time if you already signed that deal why are they letting him go on it like or why are they re-prosecuting him on that i'm sorry right it's it, it's weird it bothers me because like does that mean that like anybody can just it's, be i thought right i thought we could like legally i thought we couldn't do like takes these backsies no I like it's like double indemnity or like double jeopardy it's yeah you can't be re prosecuted for the same crime twice yeah so and I I do know that sometimes like they'll hold back charges so Mm -hmm. if they if the first charges don't stick they come at you with second charges which I also think kind of like weird there are a lot of like um so we have friends that are lawyers that were staying here and they were telling us like all sorts of like these weird legal loopholes and things like that that really screw people up in court like uh like there's no time limit for certain charges so they can charge you like with different things for years and just spread out all your money and kill you so that's why so that's why there is a right to a speedy trial so Mm -hmm. it makes it harder for people just to be charging you with stuff all the time and having it go out forever and just wasting all your money Mm -hmm. But yeah, like, and it, it, I don't know, it also bothers me that people that can afford, like, it doesn't bother me that people that can afford get to get good defenses get good defenses. What bothers me is that people that can afford to get good defenses don't get good defenses. Yeah. And Well, because there are a bunch of people in prison on charges that, like, they admitted to something they didn't actually do because that would be, like, because they take a deal. Yeah, like they it would plea deal. This, it's like, well, okay, you can either go to jail for 20, like you could maybe get off or you could maybe go to jail for 20 years or we could just do no trial and you go to jail for four years. Yeah, this is exactly. Uh, I, have, I have actually friends that were in similar situations where they ended up taking deals that they didn't think that, like they felt like maybe like that the charges weren't, there was like a lot of things wrong with the charges Mm-hmm. I don't want to say necessarily they were always innocent of the charges they were being charged with, but um, they end up taking deals because of one thing or another, because like they like six months, they're back with their family because like their family has like no income right. when they're gone. Like they're put in shitty situations, whether or not they're guilty. And then, yeah. 
And then meanwhile, like you have freaking people like Robert Durst who spends $100,000, gets out on bail, never see him again. Yeah. So yeah, Roman Polanski got out on bail or whatever. And OJ uh, Simpson. OJ Simpson. Uh, although I heard a weird theory that OJ Simpson might be innocent, that his son may have done it. So this is true. O.J. Simpson got a lawyer for his son before he got a lawyer for himself. Hmm. And like the only person on the planet that because like another thing like O.J. was like never like talking about like he was saying all the people he was like upset about. And this is actually a really great Jay Leno bit like O.J. Simpson was talking about all the people that were upset about it. He was upset about during like the trial. And he's like the one person he didn't mention is the person that killed his wife. <laughs> like he's like I'm upset at the lawyers I'm upset at the judges I'm upset at the press he's like what about the guy that the actual guy that killed your wife right that's funny and then so um but then like so then we're all like well because it was him he can't be upset about himself and then it's like well maybe it was his son but yeah interesting well the there is actual evidence because they say that he was like so this is all speculation but they say that he was killed um, he killed the two people with uh, two knives, one of them being a pocket knife. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you can't you can't cut someone's head off with like a pocket knife. The, not that I know personally. I'm just pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I got mom got me these. It's like it, it'd be like killing a tiger with one of these, which I probably nail clippers. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think if you knew where to stab someone, you could kill someone with a pocket knife, but it would be really difficult. And you would have um, like you could kill them. You can't cut off their head. That is true. Like, I mean, like if you're How being big creative, is the pocket knife, like a just like, a, a, like it was like a Swiss Army knife. This is Swiss Army knife. So yeah, like I have a. Accidentally, accidentally bought like a really big pocket knife. I wanted to buy like a tiny little pocket knife because like I. I needed to like cut stuff like all the time over here. And then I got this like really big one. And I was like, I can't. Actually, I think I have it right here. Let me show you. Like, I accidentally bought a knife that looks kind of dangerous. So, accidentally? Yeah. Like, this, this knife is huge. Yeah. Like, I think you could maybe cut, well, I could like cut their head completely off or just like, maybe partial decapitation i'm just thinking about like the neck bone the neck bone would be hard i don't know i mean i know there's like discs maybe the discs are easy to cut through i don't know i've never cut someone's head off before yeah no next time we're in love but we got to test this we have to try to cut someone's head off yeah well let's just try i mean you can use like a pig corpse for that right we'll do like a barbecue i i yeah, I mean, like, we can do barbecue with human meat, too. But, I mean, like, it's okay. You're, what you said is better. What you said is better. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, this knife, get this us in less legal trouble. A little bit less. I don't know. PETA, PETA wouldn't agree. So, okay, this is true. Also, did you know that the DNA that they're using to make fake meat is human DNA? Really? Yeah. The DNA that they're using to make fake meat is human DNA. 
That reminds me of like the first episode of Bob's Burgers where they get like falsely accused of serving human meat. <laughs> and then there's that old lady that she's like, they're all gathering outside the building. They're like, because they put this big sign in the front and it's like, may contain human meat. And the crowd outside is like all scandalized. And there's this one lady, she's like, I would try it. And she comes back with a bus full of adventurous eaters. And she's like, yeah, we're all here to try your hamburgers. <laughs> we're adventurous eaters. And he's like, okay, come on in. This might be the fifth or sixth episode that we have mentioned cannibalism. I mean, it's interesting. It is interesting. I agree. And although like, I may never personally eat human meat, I'm not going to take it off the table. I mean, I'm not going to judge you know yeah like if somebody's slow enough for me to catch them they deserve it (laughs) i mean i'm not i'm not gonna kill somebody and eat them unless that's what they want maybe i should put that in my will i'll put that in my obituary please eat my body when i die i'll show up to eat i'll give you a choice cut (laughs) yeah a prime cut I don't know where that would be. I don't know either, but I feel I'm, like if if um I feel like I'm human wagyu, you know. Human wagyu? What's that? Yeah. I've never heard you know the word wagyu. wagyu. I've never heard the word wagyu. It's like a really high quality beef. And the reason it's high quality is because it's very like it's full of fat, but the fat is marbled into the meat in a way like like they massage these cows they feed these cows the very best diet they make sure the cows don't get like too much exercise because they don't want the meat to be tough oh is it like it's like veal but not a baby it's not a baby wagyu doesn't come from like a baby animal it comes from like a fully grown animal but it's it's like a special it's a special cow that they've treated a specific way that they feed a certain diet. They massage it so that the fat integrates into the muscle. It's a very huh. expensive meat. But I feel like that's what I would be because like, I don't exercise very well. I eat pretty decently. Like I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. and You live softly. I live softly. Yeah. Human Wagyu. Oh, okay. Now that joke's funny. Yeah. Now that I get what Wagyu is. That joke's funny. The second time it was funny. Very rare for jokes. <laughs> I had to explain it. <laughs> I went to see um, Taylor Tomlinson in, in Austin a couple weeks ago, and she was doing this joke about like the suicide hotline. And somebody just set out like, just kind of yelled out because she was asking like, what's other things that suck about suicide hotlines? And somebody just yelled out the wait time. She goes, yeah, the wait time. What if it was like flying where like you could be a frequent caller? Like she explained, I, I could tell what she was doing because like I know like as a comedian, I could tell that she was writing the joke in front of us. So I started laughing whenever she got to her eventual punchline and she's like, you guys didn't get it. So she redid the joke, <laughs> but like more put together and then people laughed. Because <laughs> at first she had to kind of explain where she was going, like she was kind of walking it out. And then she just like chopped it back up into this perfect little morsel where she was like, if you call, she's like, you are one of our star, you, or what is it? Whatever Delta has, it's like the top club or whatever. She's like, you're one of our star members callers. Ah, that sounds funny. I don't know. It was funny. No, I agree. 
I think she, I think honestly, she's going to add it to her act because she was like, yeah, that was better. I can do that now. <laughs> it was just funny to watch her do that. Like oh, yeah. right in front of us and just knowing that these people are like, what is she doing? And then she like, she's like, no, I'm, I'm writing. This is writing on stage. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry that you guys are paying to watch this, but still. <laughs> she's like, I got to work while I'm working. That's what I did um, last night at the open mic. I didn't really, I was just going to go to set up like my camera and my recording equipment. Um, and then there was still space on the list and nobody wanted to go first. So I was like, fuck it, I'll go first. And I hadn't written anything. I had just taken like, I had these loose things that I wanted to talk about, but I hadn't written any like punchlines or setups. So I was just up there kind of walking through it. But I get like, I don't know. Some people, some people sometimes give me a hard time for always taking a set list, but sometimes that's why I take a set list is because I didn't actually write a joke. I'm just gonna. Oh yeah. Like when you like, just like, here's some things I want to talk about and maybe work out here. Yeah. I was trying to work it out earlier and I couldn't do it. So you guys are getting this. Right. I mean, it's usually like, I didn't even try to work it out earlier. I just thought this would be funny if I could come up with something. And because I didn't prepare, I am doing it now. Yeah. When, when I was, when I was doing, when we were doing the bar 10, I did like, I had like, it was like, a, and they also didn't give us a time limit because it was only like five of us ever going. Uh-huh. So we could spend as much time on stage. So I had a segment where I was like notes that I don't understand that I wrote for myself. Mm-hmm. And so I would like read notes and some of them was, some of them were, uh, Some of them did end up, like, sort of turning into, like, decent ideas for jokes and stuff like that. But I'm trying to... Here's one that I found found recently. I mean, it's probably very lazy that I'm just like, I think I'm going to talk about this and this, but I don't actually know what I'm going to do. But also, I think it's like, to me, that's more challenging than going up there with a fully fledged joke. Also, it's like, if I take this idea up there and it doesn't work out, well, I didn't prepare. Yeah, it's not my fault. Like, it's it wasn't going to work. Yeah. No. No, I know. Like, exactly. Maybe, I mean, if I wrote this, it would have been funny, right? But I just said it. I just said something. But usually that's how I get, like, I have gotten a lot of good jokes out of that. It's just taking something up there and hoping that something funny falls out of my mouth. It works out. I would say it works out probably like 60 to 70% of the time. Hmm. Yeah. One time I was trying to compare uh, Neapolitan ice cream to race relations in the United States. Okay. I was like, you have the chocolate and then you have the white in the middle and then you have the pink. And I was like, I don't know what the pink is. The pink is women, I guess. And like, and I, I <laughs> and then I was the like, pink is just other. Yeah. And I was like, everybody only likes one, but sometimes you get all three, but then you have to pretend like you like it, even though you don't. And I was like, wait, that's sounding racist now. And I remember <laughs> like, I was trying to like work it out on stage. And I was like, everything, everything is just sounding bad. Like you can't compare Neapolitan ice cream to relate race relations and i was like <laughs> i know like, where I i'm going i know where i'm going with this wait a minute is the pink gay people no 
no that doesn't work either so yeah it uh it it, it it's something that i was like i know that there's something good here i know i can yeah. find it and i, I was mean, like i, I just picked a bad I, place yeah right. i clicked i picked a bad place to start um yeah because everybody obviously knows what the vanilla and the chocolate mean but uh yeah the strawberry the, is the big question mark and that's where you're digging yourself a hole yeah like um, the strawberry and in, in, in the sad part I did sad part is the strawberries like the R word. popular oh no when it was oh, the, it was probably a few months ago um i said something about like i was talking about a, i don't remember i don't even remember the joke jesus that's how often I just like write a joke on stage and I'm like, that's pretty good. And then I forget about it. That's um, why you record your, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to give you tips. Yeah. No, I mean, I, it's, I'm sure it's on my set, one of my set lists somewhere, but I think I just write probably so many jokes. I forget. I need to like circle them or highlight them or something. Try to remember. Um, Cause I don't oh, yeah. repeat my jokes very often. Um, but I was saying something about the song. Bye, bye, bye which is by NSYNC, and this guy in the back goes, it's by Backstreet Boys. And I said, no, you are a word. <laughs> and like, everybody laughed really hard. And I was like, oh, no, I said it. Oh, no. Oh, no, I didn't mean to say that word. I can't like, that's the worst thing I've ever said. You see. And people laugh, but also I was like, you're a fucking idiot, dude. You think I don't know the difference between Backstreet Boys and NSYNC? That is my, that music those bands were made for me like yeah that, that that's like our coming up stories right there yeah it's like this is for kids born in the 90s i know all of this oh yeah no and yeah like britney spears like i had a shrine of britney spears and then like i was like so jealous of justin timberlake back in the day i was i was obsessed with the backstreet boys so i knew which songs they sang and which ones they didn't and yeah. now i'm really sad that one of them is like a anti-vax trump supporter which one of the Backstreet Boys is the anti-vax Trump supporter? Brian. Brian. Fucking Brian. He's I like thought... the, he was the, he was supposed to be the equivalent to Justin Timberlake, but he wasn't as talented or as good looking. But he yeah. was just like, you know, the white boy with curly blonde hair. Hmm. Hold on. I'm texting my brother because he called me again. I'm busy, dude. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Ignoring a phone call isn't like enough for him. But yeah, uh, I found out. Brittany... Well, can he just like text your mom and be like, "What's?" Yeah, like my producer should be taking care of this shit. I don't know. Truly. So, so like, that's like one of the problems though is like I grew up saying like uh, the R word, uh, like um, homophobic stuff like all the time, and not necessarily meaning homophobic things when I said them. But like they were just part of my vernacular instead of saying lame. Yeah, that's just how kids talked. Yeah, it's just how you grew up. It's not right. And, that's just what it was. Yeah, no, and I'm not. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying. So every now and then something like happens, and I'll be like, "That's so." And then like gay will slip out, and I'm like, "Oh, I wish I didn't say that." Oh, I'm I like, say I'm, that I'm, all the time. Well, you can. But I say, like, yeah. Well, and it's also like. You can't because you're wearing a pink if shirt. If my wife does something super sweet like if my wife does something super sweet or she like i don't know she's wearing an outfit that's just like i'm just like you're so gay but it's not like <laughs> derogatory like when i say gay i don't mean it derogatory it's like actually a really positive thing to me 
Like, I think that gay, I think whenever something is like really awesome, you should be like, oh shit, that's gay. Like, let's turn this around because honestly being gay is awesome. Like it automatically makes you a little bit cooler. Yeah, no, I tried to do the same thing with the N-word and I got beat up, so. <laughs> Doesn't work for all the slurs, just uh, just that one. <laughs> well, no, like I don't, yeah, because I wasn't being derogatory when I said it when I was a kid. Um, and like, yeah. I remember like we well, just, I mean, I was, like, I'm not I was talking in, about gay when, person. When I was like in junior high and high school, my friends literally called me Selena Beaner. <laughs> Should I laugh and at I that? Is that them. okay that I laugh at that? That's okay to laugh at that because I was like, I can't believe I let them call me that. Like I had it, like we, I don't remember what we were doing, but I had a shirt with Selena Beaner printed on it. It was like we had group shirts where we all had this, and I was like, I can't believe that I did that. But it wasn't like I didn't know any of that when I was that age. I was I was a child. I was dumb. I don't think my friends were racist. I mean, some of them were kind of Mexican too. It's just it wasn't it wasn't about racist. It was just about rhyming <laughs> nicknames. I don't know. It was wrong, um, but also I was. I, I don't know. know. I don't know. Like when it comes to like Mexican stuff, like I'm, like I make Mex, I make racist jokes to my Mexican cousins all the time because they call me white boy all the time, and I'm like, this is fair. This makes this. Yeah. This is me taking it back, but um, yeah, like um, I made a I made a T-shirt, and you know what? I'll put that, I'll put that design up. We we do have T-shirts that we are coming out with soon. Yeah, I meant to make that amusement at the beginning, not the end. But we have T-shirts. Um, but one of them was going to be a bad ombre T-shirt when uh, Trump said bad ombre, mm-hmm. and um, I just like I just and thought bad really ombre. Were, I was like, huh? you really were in a coma for six months, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's from so long ago. Oh, you were asleep. Yeah, I was. I was asleep. I but I thought, well, I just thought bad ombre was like a cool thing to say. <laughs> like yeah. being called a bad hombre like right, it's like, like one of like a bad motherfucker yeah it's like you bad motherfucker but yeah like it it could sound bad but it's also good like there are sometimes where i think that people specifically about certain race things like somebody said that uh wearing a sombrero is racist and i was like you know mexicans sell sombreros like they don't want you to think that two it's white racist. people like... yeah two white people yeah like um they sell like it's one thing if uh like you're doing a menstrual and you're like acting like yeah I think that's I think that's the thing it's people don't understand the difference between somebody who's like because if you're just doing like a taco Tuesday theme party and everybody's wearing sombreros that's fine but if you go up there and do this act of like pretending to be a Mexican character that's when it's like okay now you're being tacky yeah like there's there's things where I, I think it's like fine like I don't think that uh what do, there's like uh those African shirts that you see people wear sometimes mm-hmm. you can buy those in Africa and my mom's friend was like wearing one of those shirts and one of the other girls was like commenting she's like is it okay that she wears that or like and it's just some people I think some people think that they should be offended so they are when I don't think that it's like inherently offensive because I don't think that people are trying to be offensive. I don't think people are trying to steal right. your culture. I think because yeah. cultural. Well, and that's it's this thing that we always yeah. talk about too, where it's like, okay, is it the worst 
is this the thing that we should be paying attention to is that somebody who's not black or not African is wearing a shirt from Africa? Or should we be paying attention to the fact that the United States has an overabundance of the vaccine and Africa is still waiting? Yeah, like they're they're real problems that we should deal with. Like there was a, a girl in Afghanistan that got her head cut off because she was a volleyball player. And uh, that's horrible. Like she was like 23 years old and it's just like a horrifying situation. Uh, she was taken away from her family, like her family was put in jail or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we complain about uh, what, what's what's like another dumb story in the news. There was like a thing where like everybody was like mad at this uh, this black girl for not saying the N word when she sang a song. She was like singing a song and then like she uh, listening. Yeah, you, did you hear about that? It's on a, it's a TikTok thing. So, like, you know, people get mad at, like... Okay. That's just too much. I was scratching like, my back for those of you guys that think I might be scratching my butt right here. No, he's just... He likes to casually stick his finger in his asshole during the show. That's what he likes to do. Hey, you know what? I told you that in confidence. So, I don't... <laughs> that's a that's a little Easter egg for you. Yeah, a little Easter egg. Mm-hmm. I don't let the big Easter egg stay in there. No. But yeah, I, I mean, I do think there's a lot of people that like just look for something to be angry about, but then there are things that are legitimately hurtful. Sure. But I think it's hard to tell the difference. Sometimes like because there are a lot of people that want you to be mad about everything. And then the, the like on the opposite side of that, there are a lot of people who want you to be mad at nothing. Like you shouldn't be mad at any of this because yeah. it's just like words. It's just jokes like but it still matters. It's still important. Okay. Like, like part of um, the propaganda that they would put out during World War II was a bunch of pictures of Jews with big noses and bags of money. Or in America, uh, it was uh, really bad uh, pictures of Asian people. Yeah. Or like pictures of, of Black people with bright, like big, bright red lips. Oh, yeah. Like that stuff is bad and it's actually hurtful but then a black girl not saying the n-word maybe she just doesn't want to say it she's allowed to not say it if she doesn't want to because there are there are there is like a movement within the black community to try to like get rid of that word that word altogether yeah no and also yeah like you can choose what you say like i i do think that there's a lot of gay people that don't use the word that like won't use words like faggot and dyke. Like I use the word, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't I don't mean it to be like a negative, like you're a fucking dyke, but I'm just like, oh, that's a little dykey. Mm-hmm. But it's I not like, know. it's like saying, I don't know. Like if you're, if you're in a frat house or something and I'm like, oh, that's a little fratty, which actually does sound negative. Okay, let me make a different analogy. <laughs> That's like saying if you're uh, an expert mechanic and I'm like, oh, that's a little mechanic-y. Like, that's just yeah, a description okay. of what you're doing. But it, I don't know. But see, the thing is, though, like, the con, like, you have to be very careful with the context, like, less so with you than with me because you uh, are gay. Um, but, like, if I were to say something like that, I would have to be very careful. Like, even if I'm, like, talking about, like, the actor, Dick Van you know his last name. I might not want to say his last name. <laughs> I think you can say it if it's his name. I'll be like a lesbian with comfortable shoes. Dick Van. 
Dick Van woman with comfortable shoes. Yes. <laughs> shout out to uh, yeah, shout out to Robin Williams for the woman with comfortable shoes. He's like, don't say lesbian, say woman in comfortable shoes. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. If I wanted, to, if I wanted to do that, like, I'd have to be very careful about it. Which is why I think that context is really important. And there's certain people that have to be more careful with the context with what they're talking right. about. But like, I and do then think too, it's also like if you say something you don't understand that it hurts people, and then you find out that it does hurt people, then you should apologize. I. I still think it depends. Like, I, I think that you should be very careful with apologies. I think apologies are important. And if you don't mean them, you shouldn't say them. Yeah. And well, okay. So for, for example, I made a bunch of um, like graphics and stuff for the Laugh Hub City page. Yeah, I remember this. And I used, we talked about this last week? Yes. Oh, but okay. we can talk about it again. Well, just like, I, I didn't think anything of it. And then I'm glad that I did delete them because um like just coming hot and fresh off the tornado that happened last week and like killed all those people I'm like you know what this was a hurtful like this can be hurtful to people this can bring up bad memories and I don't want comedy to be associated with this horrible thing like there are people that will make posters with like the twin towers falling on them but I don't want to be one of those people because I think that if you're trying to get people to come to a comedy show, you should make them feel good. I, I agree with that. And I think that like, there's like, I, I, I did, I did make one. That's like a picture of Buddy Holly's plane crashing. I'm keeping that one. Cause honestly, I just think it looks really cool. <laughs> like, okay, but this one's so aesthetic though. <laughs> also, you I don't know it's Buddy Holly's plane crash unless you know it's Buddy Holly's plane crash. And then, in which case you're a history buff you appreciate that yeah. you appreciate you appreciate the nostalgia um so i i agree with the formula tragedy plus time equals comedy so i think that right. if you're going to make a twin towers joke it's almost fine now like there's people that like you lose somebody in a car accident doesn't mean that every time you hear about a hear a joke about car accidents or drunk driving means that it triggers you like we're adults like we're better than that we're stronger than that that you shouldn't let something well first you shouldn't let something but you should be able to hear about stuff before um it bothers you or before it lets you it gets to you there was a short mm -hmm. time when i was hearing about people like dying of covid and it would remind me of like not being Simple able to style. get air yeah well like yeah. just suffocating Cause like I was suffocating in a room with tons of people trying to help me not help me to breathe. And it's a really scary situation. And it's like, traumatic. yeah. So, but like right now, like it's only been a few, like a few months, like I can hear about that and it doesn't take me back there. Yeah. But I do. So I, so part of me understands that, but also a part of me does think that comedy comedy is what helps me pull me out of really dark right. situations. So yeah, um, I do think so. Like with you, I agree with taking down the pictures just because of what just happened. Yeah. But I like if something horrible happens right after you do something, like if there's like it's a just bad timing. Yeah, it's just it's just bad timing. Like if I the the thing is like mass shooting jokes are hard because there's always like one like a month away 
were a month yeah. before I mean, or a month behind. Literally one. one like two weeks from now. Yeah. It's like I don't need to be, I'm not Nostradamus, but I know that I'm within two weeks of a mass shooting. It's either yeah. happened two weeks ago or it's in two weeks in the future. But it's also like not that it's important to joke about it, but it is important to continue talking about it because it's still like it keeps happening. I, I, I would say it's important to joke about it, but yeah, that's my opinion. But yeah, like, I think, I think. Well, I, I mean, because there's also, there's a lot of women too that make jokes. Like Margaret Cho has this, she talks about, um, she went to do a, like a comedy benefit show for victims of rape. Mm-hmm. And she did a joke about rape. And she's like, I think I can make a joke about rape if I want to, because I was raped. And she's like, but they fucking hated me. Like they hated that joke, but she was making a joke about something that she went through. And then she's like, yeah. And then I talked to Joan Rivers uh, and she made me feel better about it. And she said, Joan was like, oh, fuck them. I hope they get raped in the ass. <laughs> like about rape victims. Which I'm like, that's a horrible thing to say, but that's also very Joan Rivers. Oh yeah. Joan, Joan Rivers was way more ballsy as a comedian than I think I'll ever be. I mean, I think she was way more ballsy than any other comedian that's ever existed. Oh yeah. That bitch was crazy. Oh yeah, you should look at look up her dealing with hecklers. She went off on them. Oh my god. She's like, you don't fucking get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, like I I strive to be just like a mad woman. Oh yeah, like a mad crazy woman that like just everybody thinks I'm insane. And then I get off stage and like, hey guys, what's up? Can I (laughs) just feel relaxed? Is there any Nutri-Grain bars left? Like every no? Well, like I was just hoping there'd be. No, it's fine. Like you don't have to go get them. I'm just, it's, it's whatever. Like, yeah. um, nah, like, uh, there, there are some, there are some comedians that like, I think that like they want to make a, like they're trying to develop a character on stage, and sometimes like that character makes it off stage way too much. Yeah. And then they're like, I, I don't like know. Like they lose the line between performance and reality. Like, yeah. Because you can make jokes. Like I, I know some people, like you included, like sometimes you make jokes that make you sound like you're a shitty person. Mm-hmm. And like last night I did a joke about this kid from my high school who was blind, who was an asshole. Makes me sound like a bad person, but also he was an asshole. But I'm not that person. Like, I wasn't cruel to him. I'm not cruel to blind people. Like, I just don't think that a disability or an illness gives you an excuse for bad behavior. Yeah. See, I think generally speaking, I'm a nice person. But the stuff that I find funny is probably, like, not stuff that, like, not nice. a nice person would find funny. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and see, I don't really consider myself a nice person, but I don't want to hurt people. Like, I don't want to make people feel bad. Because that's the opposite of what comedy is supposed to do. Well, yeah. No, I, I don't think that I want to make people feel bad. But like at the same time, like I don't think that... Uh, I don't think comedy is for specifically sensitive people. Like, yeah, it's if, not for everybody. Like, yeah, there's some people that just don't take jokes well. Um, like a lady was trying to explain my jokes to me uh, one time. And I was like, this yeah. not... It's not, it's not the point. That's not what I mean. Yeah. But uh, yeah. My, uh, that's how, that's kind of how my mother-in-law is because she, um, first of all, she orders her steaks like meaty, like well done. 
Oh yeah. Which I'm like, just buy beef jerky. <laughs> like what is what's the what's the purpose of this, Debbie? I don't understand. And then one time we were we were getting dessert and she ordered bananas foster with no bananas and no foster cream, like foster sauce. What'd she order? It comes with like the dessert also came with like banana bread and ice cream, but she wouldn't order banana bread and ice cream. She said bananas foster. No, like that's ordering like that's like if you ordered a cheeseburger, but you don't want the cheese and you don't want the patty. Just, all right, just bread it is. Bread and like the toppings. Like, what do you? But like, I kind of laughed when she did that, and she was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. It's just the thing. I you're not eating it." And I was like, "Bro, I'm this. You have to recognize this is hilarious, right? Like, this is kind of stupid. Like, I'm not making fun of you. I don't think you're a bad person. I'm just like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard a human being say." But it's like I don't think you're a bad not, person. She does not take jokes well at all. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Neither does my grandma. My grandma, my grandma takes everything seriously. I, I told her that a person died in our room, and she's like, "Oh my god!" She's like, "How do you know?" And I was like, "Well, they had us move in here before they took the body out." <laughs> like that's obviously a lie. Right. And then my grandma's like, "She was like, why would they do that? That sounds horrible." And she's like, she's like, "Real grandma." I was like, yeah, none of, none of that. Like, I tell, like, when I mess with my grandma, like, everybody tells me not to mess with my grandma. I mess with her. It's so blatantly obvious mm -hmm. that I don't, that I feel like she's the one, like, she, like, they should be mad at her for not getting it, not yeah. mad at me for making jokes about it. And then, uh, so we all, we, so we have a weekly bingo thing on Zoom. Mm -hmm. And, oh, that's fun. Yeah. And me and my brother talk shit to each other all the time. Uh -huh. And, my grandmother is yelling at my brother for talking mm -hmm. shit, for me talking shit to him or for him talking shit to me. Mm -hmm. But I talk shit to him way more than he talks shit to me. And I don't know <laughs> why. she can't yell at you because you're sick. I, I don't know why. Like, I think I'm like one of her favorites or something because yeah. she, she, she apparently like, called oh, my brother. almost died. Yeah. Oh, no, this is my white grandma. This is my French grandma. Oh, okay. I don't know how they say uh, mijo in France. But uh, she... Uh, she lectured my brother about being nice to me and then my grandma never says nice things like that to me but yeah <laughs> i'm assuming that's what it means because feast means son feast means and son feast it's f-i-l sounds yes. like feces feces there's a lot of french words that feel like they end too early yeah, when you uh, when you learn how to spell and speak French, you're like, I I'm not pronouncing half of the letters in this word. My, do I, do I, and French people yeah. like to add a little flair, you know, to the word. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, this this word is you know 18 letters long, but you're only pronouncing three of them, so don't you don't got to worry about the rest of it. Yeah, My, how do you do I, say that? Yeah. You don't you don't say yeah. that part of it. Yeah. Like there's there's like a whole six other letters in there. Don't worry about them. Yeah. Just go with how you feel. But yeah, like uh, my because like I try to figure out what like people are saying to me like what do I la do I mud and you're like and there's just like very short words and they all run together. Yeah. French is very hard to listen to like a native speak. Like I can kind of understand it if they speak slowly. But if it's like a native speaker or if it's like somebody with a really deep voice or they're whispering, no idea. 
don't know. I listen to my grand like I like listening to my grandma talk to her brothers and stuff. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I'll just sit in the room and listen to her talk to them in French. And my grandma also speaks German. I grandma- think I knew that. I didn't know she spoke French. Well, she's from France. She's from Alsace. Oh, okay. Yeah, she speaks French German. We make fun of her for uh, being like a secret Nazi, but uh, she's because <laughs> she's from that generation. Well, she she was uh, she was four at the start of World War II. She lost her finger, like this part of her finger, like in the war. Well, technically, her dad was going to a secret meeting. Uh, of Nazis. Were, that's what we think, but no. So they were trying to evacuate Alsace. Uh-huh. Um, so they were evacuating, and so he was going to a secret meeting to meet people. He was a prisoner of war. My uh, grand, my great grandfather, was a prisoner of war, and France, Francais, Francais, Francois. But yeah, um, and then so he was leaving, and my grandmother went went after him, and she was just a baby, and then uh, the door slammed. It was a big metal door on her hand, and it chopped wow. her finger off. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so my grandma's like this all the time, just throwing up the shocker. <laughs> that's that's a joke that my grandmother would not get. That's get funny. A, but yeah. Um, so what else do we have? We did Jelaine. We did Jesse Smollett. We did the motorcycle. Okay. So do you want to do uh, Ask the Internet? There's a new game yeah. that I got from Barstool Sports. They are not sponsoring us, but if they do want to sponsor us, that'd be okay. You're not talking to me, are you? She's not talking to me. Okay. Is she on the phone? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she's she's talking to herself. I think she just went crazy. I mean, I would be too if I had to live with you. So I get you, you know, I don't blame her. <laughs> I feel really bad for her because, yeah. Because she's stuck uh, there with you all the time. All the time. Yeah. She's, she doesn't ever want to like go on vacation or anything. Yeah. Like, and then like, I'm, so I'm a mean person. Cause do you like, do you need the level of care that she provides? Like somebody no, there all the anymore. time with you? No, not anymore. I just like, for insurance reasons i have to have somebody here but like mm-hmm. at this point I but can it doesn't really... have to be your mom right no it doesn't have to be but like everybody else knows me well enough to not say yes <laughs> they're like i don't want to fucking hang out with that guy yeah no so uh just to be mean to her earlier i grabbed i grabbed her phone when she was laying down and she was relaxing mm-hmm. i grabbed her phone out of her hand and she's like give it back so i gave it back but i put it at the foot of her bed so she had to get up and get it and for like no reason just for the enjoyment in my heart yeah to watch her waddle over and grab it and then she You're a bad son yeah um like yeah. this woman has sacrificed two years to take care of you and this is how you repair yeah like i'm not and she can't really be mad at you because she's like fuck you almost died i can't oh no she she finds ways uh she, <laughs> well, like... i'm sure you deserve it so so there's this little girl uh julia that was also staying here she got a she had a liver transplant. No, not a liver. Mm-hmm. She had a liver and kidney transplant. And oh, shit. sweet, sweet kid, uh, 11 years mm-hmm. old. Is that her that mom- little girl that you were posting about? Or no? Yeah. Different oh, kid. no, no, no. That was Madison. Madison was also great. Oh, okay. No. Uh, oh, so Madison's a real little one. Yeah. Madison's a real little one. And she has, mm-hmm. she had a lung transplant. Uh, mm-hmm. We were, 
we did a fundraiser for her. Um, no, uh, Julia. Julia is like 11. And I probably shouldn't say her name. Her mom was in a bunch of movies, though. Her mom did stunts for movies. Um, oh, dope. Yeah. So her mom was like telling us all sorts of stuff. Like she met uh, Ryan Reynolds. I was like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And like, she's also like a lawyer. So um, what was the sto- What the hell was I telling you? What were we talking about a second ago? Because I totally went off track. Julia. No, no. Okay. Yeah, but like your mom. Oh, oh, something specific. Being mean oh, to yeah. your mom. No. So Julia thought my mom was like the nicest person in the world. She's like, your mom never gets mad. She's, I was like, she's nice to you. Like, try leaving your socks on the bathroom floor and see how nice she is. Right? Yeah. She's giving me a look right now. Like, Julia's like, what? Your mom never yells at you, I bet. Okay. See this? A sock you left on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. I actually put that on the bottom of my, on the foot of my bed, and then she threw it at me. Dirty sock. It's dirt. Yeah, I'm not going to throw clean socks on the floor. Duh. Yeah, duh, mom. But yeah. I mean, you should put them in the dirty clothes. Yeah, but, but that's in the bathroom, and I'd have to walk all the way over to the bathroom, where I can just throw them on the floor in front of the bathroom. And yeah, no, I don't. We're quick pool. Anybody decides with me, or you know, my mom in that one. Okay, would you punch your grandmother in the face if you could? Okay, would you would you punch your grandmother in the face if you could have anything else in the world that you wanted? Yes. Really? Yeah. Yes. Well, she probably answer- hit me back. Oh yeah. No, my mom. No, my- I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna knock her out. I'm just gonna, you know. Maybe maybe like a little. Yeah, it doesn't say how hard you have to punch her. And then if I was like, Grandma, I'm gonna punch her in the face, and then we can get whatever we want. A billion dollars. She's a reasonable lady. It's like, I'm going to get enough money to where I can buy Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. That's that's how much money. What's worse, a hangover on Saturday or a hangover on Sunday? A hangover on Saturday. Hangover on Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, because you can't go out Saturday night. <laughs> I mean, unless you're like a, a total rager. I, 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 think, I think you're right. My mom just gave me a look. <laughs> so I think you're right, except for I would say Sunday because like it's always those it's always Sundays that I'm hungover that my mom or my grandmother makes me go to church with them. Oh. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is too, it's like I'm not really a weekend drinker usually because I'm usually not off on the weekends. So I mean, I might be hungover on like a Wednesday or a Thursday. Yeah, I think if I had to choose, I guess I would choose Saturday. But yeah, because then also like if it's a really bad one, you got two days to recover. Yeah. Yeah, you have you have all the Saturday and all of Sunday, so you don't mm-hmm. have to go to work all fucked up. Yeah. If you had a sock hot, if you had a hot stalker, that was crazily obsessed with you. Would you, would you let them stalk you, if they were really hot? I married my hot stalker. Oh. No, yeah, probably. Really? 
Yeah. Yeah. If they were good looking, sure. As long as they weren't like trying to murder me. Well, I mean, like if they're hot enough, like I I got good enough reflexes. I I'd make I I'd, I'd dodge it. But yeah. A murder. A murder? Yeah. Like unless they're poisoning me, I. Dude, like, you they... almost got killed by air. What makes you think you can dodge <laughs> a murder? Well. <laughs> In my defense, that air got a lot of people. <laughs> it did, though. That is true. That is true. Okay. Fair point. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll, I'll gauge the craziness. <laughs> is that insensitive? My bad. It is insensitive. That hurt my, that, that hurt my I'm feeling. sorry. You laughed. <laughs> so? It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. I, 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 I forgive you. Like, I think you'll live. I think so. Well, I don't know. We'll we'll see. You're not sure. Well, let's let's start let's start 2022. Okay. Going out. No, we can't do that one. Dang, dude! Freaking barstool sports. Like half these like have jerking off in them. So. <clears throat> is it weird? This isn't. This is a dumb question. Is it weird to put a team shirt on when you watch a game at your house? You would, like, if you're a fan of the Broncos, you wear a Broncos shirt. No, I think people do that all the time. Yeah, it's not weird at all. It's weird to not. I think it's like, I think being super into sports is like loserish, but that's just my personal opinion. It doesn't matter. Like, people are into sports Uh, all the time. You're so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. Is this? Are you calling me dumb because you're mad? I said the thing earlier about air. No, I'm saying I'm saying saying you're dumb because of the thing you said about sports. We live in Texas. <laughs> I can say, dude, cowboy jokes about cow. We were talking about this the other day. You, it's easier to make jokes about political stuff than it is to make jokes about the freaking Dallas Cowboys here. Yeah, dude, I did this joke once that was like, I feel like the same people. It was like uh, back whenever all the litigation and stuff was happening over like the legitimacy of the election. I was like, I feel like the same people who still think the election are stolen are the same people who still think that the Cowboys are going to go to the Super Bowl. And people (laughs) didn't like that for two reasons, but it's people who both love the Cowboys and love Donald Trump. It's like, but I don't know. This is just true. Like, let me put myself in there. I think the people that still think the election was stolen are the same kind of people like I'm still waiting for Frank Ocean to put out an album. <laughs> like we're all waiting for something that's never gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, like you're as crazy as they are. It's just that they're yeah, obnoxious. It's just a different they're, thing. They're more obnoxious about it. Yeah. Like, uh, dude, I can't tell you. Uh the amount of like probably like really messed up jokes that I or like my friends have said and gotten away with just fine, depending on the crowds and stuff like that. And the amount of times that people have legitimately got mad about freaking cowboy jokes, like legitimately, not like goofing around mad, like legitimately like- Yeah, people are, it's like you're making jokes about their firstborn. Yeah. Like- Their firstborn, it's like, it's their kid and their nephew. People are so, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. People are so attached to their sports teams, but I get, I don't know. I, I was defending Kim Kardashian online the other day pretty hard. And I'm not like a super big Kim Kardashian fan. I just hate whenever people 
thinks she's like worthless. I don't think she's I mean, worthless. I just she's I think, good at a bunch of stuff. Like, yeah, she Kim does Kardashian. have an empire. Yeah, I think because somebody was like almost a billion dollars. Somebody somebody was like she doesn't even work. I was like, oh, she works. They're like, yeah, yeah she works at taking selfies. I'm like, yeah. Do you know how fucking hard it is to take a good selfie? Like, yeah, like she has to skill. like Photoshop the shit out of those. Are yeah. your selfies worth million dollar advertisements? No hers are so there's clearly something she's doing that you're not doing yeah and not she's to, making money off of it not to mention she built like it all started from a sex tape with freaking ray j right and the fact that like her her dad was really rich and famous but also like her dad was rich her dad she, she, took, famous. she took this sex tape and turned it into an empire that has created like the richest family of armenians in the world like these people are insanely rich because of her, because of all everything yeah. that she did, because Multiple. she knows how to, she's, she's probably the smartest, the, when smartiest. it comes to media, she's the smartest. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm not going to correct that. All right. No, I, I, I would, I would, I would be sad if you did. But that's um. like, I was like, I'm not like, I don't know everything about her. I don't fucking watch the show. I don't follow her on social media, but I just think it's a bad premise to be like, oh, she doesn't work. She's just pretty. I'm like, no, she's, she is pretty, but she fucking works. Like she's doing something. She's, she's not just hanging out at home. Yeah. Like, and there's so many times, like she sounds dumb, but yeah, she's like legitimately worth a billion dollars. She's actually done social. Like she actually has social. She's gotten people out of jail. Social change. Yeah. People. She's like studying people to be that, a lawyer. Like. Like, don't get me wrong, like, her sister maybe had the worst Pepsi commercial of all time, and, <laughs> like, she ruined the basketball careers of, like, her family has ruined the basketball careers of Chris Humphries, uh, freaking Blake Griffin. Uh, yeah, but because of Blake Griffin's relationship with, with Chloe, right? He was with Chloe? I think so. Because of his relationship with Chloe, he's on TV now. Kendall. Like, yeah. He wasn't with Kendall. Wasn't with Kendall? Ray? No. no. Kendall's too young for him. I don't think so. I think Kendall's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't want to go further in this. I don't, I'm not sure. Kendall's with the, like the second youngest one. But um, I mean, because it, he was on. Um, I mean, he's been on Comedy Central a bunch, and it's not because he's like a great charismatic basketball player. It's because he dated a Kardashian. Well, no, he's he's he he's was in Broad wanted, City. He, he wanted to do stand up for a while. Well, yeah, but he has this added extra fame and this added extra material about having dated a Kardashian. Like, yeah, being in a relationship Lamar with Odom. one of the women from this family. Yeah. Being in a relationship with with one of the women, that's but he's a football player, isn't he? He's a basketball player. Blake Griffin's a basketball player. Who am I thinking of? Uh, Odell Beckham is who I'm thinking of. Odell Beckham um, Jr., yeah. But because of people's relationships with this family, they've increased like yeah, their own popularity, worth. their own visibility. Oh, yeah, no. I would date a Kardashian if it got me like famous. Right? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I mean, like, I wouldn't want to go out like Chris Humphreys, but. Like, the only other, there's only, like, two other people whose dating lives are, like, as scandalous as theirs, and it's, like, <coughs> Taylor Swift, 
and fucking Pete Holmes or Pete, what's his name? Not Pete Holmes. Nobody cares about Pete Holmes. The new one. Pete Davison. Pete Davison. Oh yeah, he's dating a Kardashian. Yeah, he's dating Kim. Yeah. No, see Taylor Swift. I wouldn't date Taylor. Like I would want to date Taylor Swift because I think it'd be nice to have a song written about me. But mm-hmm. fucking Jake Gyllenhaal, Taylor Swift re-released "Red" from like ten years ago when uh-huh. she dated uh, dated Jake Gyllenhaal, uh-huh. and Jake Gyllenhaal starts getting mean tweets from Taylor <laughs> Swift fans from, from a relationship girls. from ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. Because like all of a sudden, like these little girls that like heard the song years ago and they're like, "Whoa, right. fuck this guy." But that's also that's also the weird thing where like. I don't know. And it has its positive and ne- positive and negatives whenever people get defensive of their favorite celebrities and start like attacking other people for it. Like, I think that's wrong. Like it did work out in the case with Britney where literally her fans are the reason that all the, this visibility came to her case and she was able to get free. Oh, but, yeah. Like it happens all the time. Like, I mean, Dave Chappelle's fan base attacks people. Um, uh, Nicki Minaj's fan base, Beyonce's fan base, although not as much because she's not on social media, so she doesn't encourage it. But like Nicki Minaj encourages it, Cardi B encourages it. Like there's a lot of, um, oh yeah, especially there's a bunch of like right wing people too. Like it's, it's oh, yeah. just celebrities in general. Like they they send their little they'll they'll, they'll send their their Twitter. Like there are yeah, some celebrities that are like Twitter hey, armies, and it's like that's fucking lame. Like there's some that are like hey, I have a complaint but I don't want you guys to harass this person. But like, it doesn't matter like if they say something. Like, and I, I do think that they should be allowed to complain about things the same way everybody yeah. else does. So I, there is an, I isn't- I just think it's weird that people think yeah. like, oh, this celebrity needs my help. They don't fucking need your help, dude. Yeah. Well, one of the things that annoyed me about the Free Britney thing was this guy, we actually covered this story. This guy uh, had a Free Britney, Brittany. He accidentally mm-hmm. uh, put- instead of free britney it was free britney mm-hmm. britney that's hard to say anyway and he accidentally made those shirts and then so he was asking people like hopefully people will understand and just like buy the shirt anyway and i was like you're making those shirts to make a profit on yeah a girl that was like i wouldn't have necessarily... 14 years of her life stolen from her yeah and he's like portions are gonna go to the legal fund i was like one thing that she doesn't need is legal money is money yeah, she has money. She's fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, shut up. Like, your T-shirt sales aren't gonna like help her out. You could, little you fucking could liar. put it towards other legal funds for you know people that maybe are in similar situations. That would be nice. Like, those people need help. Oh yeah. Like the more he has about all the that. resources, she's fine. Like, it's gonna work out for her. Yeah. The more I look into that, like uh, those like legal guardian guardian or conservatorships or legal guardianships. Like some of them are people that like are just family members that are that have like a family member that really can't take care of them. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, like I kind of was in one, like, I guess not really exactly the same thing, but like there's certain times where you do need them. So, like, I don't think that they should go yeah. away completely. But yeah, like, I mean, there's always going to be people that take advantage of the system. Yeah, they should also expire. Like, I don't know why, like, a person was in a conservatorship for 14 years, other than the fact yeah. that she needed to feed her dad that guy sucks i do encourage people to attack him online he sucks oh yeah no yeah yeah 
Um, also, uh, now realizing that Britney Spears was only 15, I don't know why I was, I was thinking, that, I really was thinking that she was like 17 or 18 um, when she had her first album. She was only 15 mm-hmm. when she had her first album. Yeah. Like, she didn't even have a childhood. No. Yeah. I mean, because she was still, like, she did, like, Mickey Mouse Club, and she was always doing, like, pageants and shit before then. Like, she's never... Yeah, she's never just been, like, like a, a person. A real, like, anonymous person. So, yeah, like, yeah. if you're if you're crazy after all that, like, and it's not even crazy, like, that's just, like, the natural, naturally what a person would be right. like. Right, how could that not happen to you? Yeah, so... Like, it's the same thing, like, with Lindsay Lohan, how she started, like, her life started unraveling. It's like, yeah, that's gonna happen whenever you're under this level of scrutiny for your whole life like amanda bynes um people hannah montana a little bit like she didn't go quite as far but it was still like what are you doing well it it seemed like or miley Miley cyrus Cyrus. i guess i should call her i shouldn't call her hannah montana i shouldn't dead name her i guess well that's a character name but yeah it's the same thing um yeah like that's like one of those things where uh yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I can't, I can't imagine what, like, people commenting on your sex life when you're, like, only, like, 18 years old. Like, even- I mean, people commenting on your sex life at all, all would is- be weird. Like, unless you're, like, unless you're public about it. Yeah. Like, like but it'd be one thing Some about- people want to keep that to them. Like, I don't mind making jokes about sex and stuff, but that's, like, I am controlling the narrative. I'm public about it. I'm not ashamed. I'm not, I don't feel weird about this stuff. Like if whenever people intrude into a space where you're clearly not wanting them to be. Yeah. Not like, like where I you're clearly wanting some fucking privacy. Yeah. No, like I don't, I wasn't okay. Like I, I, I felt weird when there were like rumors about me, like just at school and stuff. Like people were talking about me and I was like, I don't, I don't like this at all. All right. Yeah. Last question. I guess we'll call it a night would you rather be blind or dickless in your case vaginaless um i guess blind because how do you go to the bathroom yeah i don't yeah it's it's not even a real choice like yeah blind easy obviously do i want a fucking catheter my whole life no i did almost go blind yeah no like being blind kind of sucks but like you kind of worse like yeah like you can figure your way out around the world people live by themselves they're blind it's fine like yeah no like i wouldn't have a problem with dating an ugly girl that'd be fine yeah what a dick thing to say (laughs) well and then it's like i feel like if i was blind i it would give me an excuse for the fact that like i don't dress myself very well Hmm. like i can't see what do you want so yeah like nobody nobody can say shit to you just start cutting in line places you oh i'm sorry get, i didn't see you yeah get to carry a stick and bring a dog with you everywhere right right uh yeah no blind blind is easier like even forgetting about like the sex like i don't want to have to pee out of a catheter or whatever yeah that's that i don't want okay this is an interesting question we'll do this one this last one would you rather be filthy rich in nineteen in the nineteen hundreds or poor right now? Filthy rich in the nineteen hundreds. What kind of question is that? 
like the 1900s like if you were back in the 1900s but you were super rich yeah yeah i am but, poor right now that sounds better that sounds better <laughs> yeah like i'm poor right now but i get to watch netflix yeah yeah I I would I would say poor right now versus rich back then. No, I would rather be rich back then because I feel like the rich back then, like they got to be drunk all the time and nobody was like, mm, you have a problem. They were just like, hey, you're rich. You get to oh, yeah. out if you want to. Yeah, like rich people are like poor people. And are then I, like, I wouldn't have to work. That would be awesome. Just not having to work alone would be awesome. Okay. Because I'm a woman, I would likely just be married to a man or living with my parents or something. And then yeah. I could have like a secret affair with a maid and it would be fine. Like, Oh, yeah. Nobody nobody would have a problem with that in the 1900s. No. No. Okay. Well, no, the man that I marry, if he's the reason that we have money, he's not going to want to leave me. No, oh, yeah, that's true. That would look bad. And then, too, he could have affairs. I could have affairs. It'd be great. Oh, you could just have like. Oh, yeah. Then that would be a good. I I just I I wanna I wanna see the Compr- next marriage season of the is all about compromise, Andrew. <laughs> I don't I, I I don't know. Nobody, no I've not I have not found someone to compromise with. Well, maybe one day. Freaking Corey, we we lost one of our hosts to marriage. Is that why we lost him? It's kind I of. I thought why. it was because he had to go back to school. Yeah, well, he had school too, but yeah. I blame the woman. That's what I choose to blame. <laughs> I like Tori. I think she's nice. Wait, her name is Tori? Yeah. I did not know that. So it's Tori and Corey? Yeah. Ah. Uh, That's pretty good, right? That's pretty good. So, all right, we'll call that an evening. Uh, any announcements that you want to make? No. Or amusements? Okay. Um, what? No. No. Okay. So, uh, my name is Andrew Holiday. My name is Selena Martinez. Selena Martinez. You know what? I put only put Selena inside the opening. By the way. That's okay. That's fine. But if you start going by I your prefer, line, I prefer just my la- my first name, honestly. Yeah, and I get to tell people. I was like, yeah, no, back from the dead, Selena. Yeah. One day we'll have Yolanda guest guest host. Um, <laughs> all right, my name is Andrew Holiday. I've been with Selena. Selena, uh, thank you for watching. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. And we are sorry for wasting your time. Thank you. <laughs>